Welcome to This Is Your Afterlife, conversations with artists and activists about death and life. My name is Dave Marr. I am the host of the show. This is the intro. There will be no outro because I am dropping you right into an episode of This Is Your After Show, which is it's self-explanatory. It's the after show. This one is about the episode with Shalewa Sharp. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Megan Strickland and Claire Favret, who are fantastic uh, this is this is a part of a, a little three pack I am releasing this week of after show episodes in lieu of a traditional episode. This Shalewa after show has us talking about day jobs, uh, the greatest performances we've ever seen, the birth of the unwritten rules segment, and we play a new game one time only called Two Wigs, Ring Light, or Hat. You'll have to listen to the end to get to that. If you like this, you can sign up at the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Marr to join and get all these after shows, no matter what level you sign up at. If you think the show is worth a cup of coffee or a meal, the price of those things a month, I'd be very grateful for you signing up. Be an afterhead at that $5 level, listen to everything, or be a pigeon at the $15 level and get your name shouted out. Like this, John Lee, Shuba Singh, Debo, Kurt Chang, Katie Llewellyn, Fred Fidewa, and Susie Carroll. Thanks to all of them. Thank you to you. And I hope you enjoy this episode of This Is Your After Show about the Chalet with Sharp episode, co-hosted with Claire Favret and Megan Strickland. I grab your whip and take it back to Chi-Town. When I'm in Chi-Town, I treat it like... And Shalewa, our guest this week. <gasps> Can we mark this time code so I can cut out all the genuinely unprintable, (laughs) even on the Patreon, unpostable stuff? Okay, here we go. Shalewa, Megan, you said it. So, so So Shalewa is is such a funny comedian, but isn't? Do you know her from New York? I do. I just like have seen her. She wouldn't. She Mm -hmm. she wouldn't know me. Okay, Um, but you know she's not. Uh, she's not 20 years old, I don't think. Yeah, true. Yeah, she's my big point. <laughs> she when we were talking went well like not on the podcast she was talking or maybe maybe it was maybe it was on the Patreon stuff. She talked about trying to make some menopause stuff work. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, and how it was hard for like millennial and Gen Z cuz I think she's like Gen X probably. Yeah, I think you're um, right. But yeah, but she was just like, y'all don't know what I'm talking about with this like menopause shit at all. But uh, yes, yes, we are talking about Shalewa. Um, this is this is your after show. We're talking about the episode of This Is Your Afterlife with the, where I, Dave, talked to Shalewa Sharp, great comedian. I'm I'm here with my fellow co-hosts of the after show, Megan Strickland, who spoke, and Claire Favret. Yes. 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 And here we are. We've convened to discuss the episode and so, related topics. Thoughts. Feelings. 
I she, I like that she had so many great answers about funeral. Yeah. Yeah, what did she remind me? Because I haven't, I haven't Well, the episode just felt so smooth because she was like, oh, it was just like, oh, actually, I do have these specific thoughts about funeral. Because I feel like, you know, sometimes when you ask people, me included, you're like, oh, okay, plan my whole funeral. I haven't thought of this at all. Okay, let me try to think of something. But she was just like, oh, here's one element I have thought, of. you know, just like, and, and it was just mostly music. I think she was like, mm-hmm, have a plan mm-hmm. and like, I think music or whatever. So it was just like, it, it, it flowed nicely. I don't know why. That's the first thing I said. It's not even the most salient thing do you think i should prep people more with these questions i wonder that sometimes if because i recognize that the questions are kind of impossible to fully thoughtfully answer and what i tell myself in in the moment what i tell myself is that's actually good because whatever like their brain lands on will be more interesting than if i had told them the answers beforehand and they came prepared but am I wrong? Do you think I should be? No, I think you're exactly or? right. Because yeah. okay. if they want to prepare, if they're like, I'm the kind of person that needs to prepare, they could listen to any of the podcasts and prepare. Yeah. True. And uh, you actually could have just stopped at, you're actually exactly right. Like that was <laughs> enough for me. But you and are. And you can save that sound clip and put it wherever. Oh. Yes. Gift mode. Nope. Wait. Nope. You're actually. Yeah, audio gift. Right. Oh my God. Did we just invent something? <gasps> Audio. What the world is missing? An audio GIF. GIF. A short yeah. video clip. GIFs are so funny in text. So. Yes. But it's, it's come to my understanding that it's maybe like sort of an older person thing to do. But it mm. like, if you text a GIF, if someone texts me a GIF, it gets me every time. <laughs> and if I text That's a GIF, That's what the G I'm stands like, for. That gets me every time. Gets me. It's <laughs> called gets it flopping. Give it. Gets it flopping. Gets it my jaw. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Claire's I, on tonight. I am on tonight. I'm loose as a goose. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, wait. Really quick. I think, yes, sometimes a gif in a text is the sign of an older person texting. But mm-hmm. I'm ready to say that. Anyone can do any kind of texting technology. Bitmoji, GIFs, emphasizing the slam, slam mm-hmm, effect. Mm-hmm. It just, it's like in the hands of the person doing it. Like I have friends who are younger than mm-hmm. me who do funny usages of these things because they're uh, funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's, GIFs can still be funny. What's okay. the take on Bitmojis? Because I, my Bitmoji is so much better looking than I am while still kind of looking like me. And I feel like if I sent it to more people, they would think I'm better looking and I would like to do that. But I, what's the vibe on it? I feel like it's an old person thing. Can I show you guys my bitmoji? Yes. Oh, please. Oh, are we showing each other all our bitmojis right now? (gasps) Bike helmet. That's what my friend Natalie has. Can you tell how red her face is? Yeah, you're so tan. (laughs) Is this, it's red. It's is this a black woman? No, no. Oh God, no. It's it's she has like purely red skin. You um, don't have a you don't have a black face bitmoji? God, can you please don't even please don't please don't even suggest not audio gift that. Uh mine is really <laughs> ugly looking. <laughs> okay. Let me see. Let me see if I can where's a where's a good one? Um 
Okay. Oh wait, did you just show the um the 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 hands making a heart one? Um yes, I think I did. Yeah, I wanna okay, let me do I'll do just the I'll just do, just do, do the thumbs the thumbs up one. Here's mine. Oh. <gasps> oh, you're so cute. Oh, That's I like really, yours. He's so friendly and your hair is perfect. Also, I know he's kind of Oh my god, you do sexy, wear right? glasses. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the that- always worn? Yes, you have. What am I saying? I I kind of want to fuck my Bitmoji. He is, uh, he's pure I mean, sexual that's a, energy. There you go. He's what? Pure sexual energy. Like the one where he's going like this, like, like it's like. like oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So back to Shalewa. I think we should start off with a Claire, a Claire note to get yeah. us grounded. I've because got one. holy shit, are we not talking about this episode? <laughs> We're talking about Bitmoji. <laughs> yeah. Um, and whether they should be fucked. Okay. Here. <laughs> Is my first thought, which is, are there two cooler jobs than record store employee and sex shop employee? Like, when she yeah. dropped record store, I was like, she's really cool. Actually, it was really cool. And then she's like, and I worked at a sex shop. I was like, well, now you're the there coolest you person in the world. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I I don't know if this is in um, the episode. It might be in the uh, – it might be in the Patreon the the full what conversation is she, a or too? Uh, no her current job is <laughs> she is like the office manager so it's like you know whatever at the Andy Warhol gallery holy shit so it's literally like she's like traffics in like the cool artist kid jobs in the world yeah also like i this should be so obvious to me at this point. Cause like, I know that comedians have to have other jobs and I'm like, to me, I'm, she's successful enough that she shouldn't have to have another job. I was that's thinking that when also, I was listening, I was like, I bet she's close to quitting. Right. I was like, maybe you guys are going to talk. About honestly, that. very encouraging to me. Mm. That is actually a great point. We need to really uplift that. Shalewa Sharp is a hilarious comedian who is funny in a way her comedy is like, and part of this is just because I read the YouTube comments on the yeah. set of hers that I linked to, but people are like, I love when someone doesn't hit you over the head. They're, or they're like, she's slow. Like, you know, but everyone, they were like all uniformly, which especially for like a heavier woman on the internet is like pretty rare, but yeah. they were all uniformly like very positive. She's funny in a way that is not super aggro and she's older like like i don't know 40s 40s approaching leaving the 40s and she has a nine to five and she does really good work like i don't know i just i'm like trying to say this out loud in my mind right now so that next time i'm like struggling i can just be like Remember Shalewa. Remember Shalewa. Remember Shalewa. You know. Yeah, and well, and we all should yeah. regardless. I I remember <laughs> listening to a podcast with the author Samantha Irby. Yes, mm-hmm. and like she was talking about how like like she's written so many books and like a lot of them are bestseller mode, but she kept her job <laughs> like. <laughs> 
Sorry. I talk like this. A lot of them are bestseller mode. Some of them. (laughs) (laughs) I am not even aware of how I sound. (laughs) She just quit her day job. And she was like, she was a veterinary front desk person at a veterinarian, basically. Mm. And she was like, I like it. It makes me feel extremely secure. She's like, I, I feel like at any moment this industry, the book industry will be done with me. And then I will go to bag groceries or office manage because I know how to do that stuff. And I, and I kind of feel the same way. Like I'm like, I love yes. my day job. I love my nine to five. I love that I have these skills. I, and I never want to be too, not that anyone's offered, but too proud or too good for it. No one's been like, quit your job. Mm-hmm. No one's requested. But I, I just, and I think like, <laughs> that's like the side of being an artist that no one talks about is like, yes, of course there's the ones on Netflix who have a Netflix special and they probably don't need to bag groceries, but the rest of us. Temporarily though. Cause, cause you think cause like, that money does get used. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even and the think top about of the who top was like the hottest for the next gig. Right. I but like yeah, the top comedian five years ago, or the people mm-hmm. you thought were like about to blow up five years ago. Like oh. even Pete Holmes, who we've talked yeah. about. Like yeah. he's I'm sure he's doing fine on money. But you know that dude's fucking miserable. You know he's like, my HBO show's gone. All I've got are these incredibly navel gazy podcasts with my wife. What am I gonna do? Oh no, Pete, your voice even sounds weird. <laughs> uh, I can't help it. This is what I become. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Pete, you gotta stop second on your man. Listen, here is. The thing, I think I've heard people talk about how this idea that you are an artist, you make money through your art, that is like a relatively new thing. Apparently, back in the day, all these mm-hmm. artists, like, it was for sure they had day jobs. John, the only example I can think of, I don't know where I read this, John or heard it, or somebody said it, John Cage, famous sort of uh, weirdo Avant-garde, minimalist, dude. classical composer. Okay. Yeah. He was like a plumber during the day. Don't fact check this. It could be wrong. But like there was some story of like a woman being like having this plumber over at her house. And she was like, wait a second. You're John Cage. And he's like, yeah. He's like clinking the pipes and, <laughs> and taking long like, breaks I to listen not? to the ambient sound. <laughs> Am I? She's like, my toilet is still broken, but it makes the most beautiful sounds. Then the beat slap. Well, I'll tell you one that's not that I know is a fact for sure, uh, but in an equally sort of obscure field, which also maybe that's a point is that if you're in classical music or as I'm about to say, poetry, there's no real way to not have this be the case. But William I thought you were going to say there's no real way to not eat a Reese's, but keep going. Reese's have changed their recipe. Reese's have changed their recipe. We must stop them. That is actually what I was going to say. Thank you. Forget William Carlos Williams. Forget Wait, William Carlos forget Williams. Job. The no, 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 no. The I actually was going to say there really I is fucked. no real way to not eat a eat a. Is that what I was going to say? <laughs> no real way to not eat a Reese's. And when you when you pop the Reese's, you can't eat. Stop. Ju- you can't stop. You can't eat just one Reese's. And when Reese's are in a bagel, you can eat Reese's anytime. In a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening okay so william carlos williams 
arguably one of the most important poets of the 20th century. He wrote the most people know him for the the Red Wheelbarrow poem. Um or the this is just to say the plums in the icebox poem. But genuinely one of the most important poets in history, certainly in the 20th century, was a full-fledged doctor oh. during the day. Full-fledged. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think at a certain point he started to like get speaking gigs or whatever, but he was um, and I think Wallace Stevens is the other poet who just like worked in insurance his wow. literally his whole life. Steve Nelson vibes. Mm. Poet who is that in Steve insurance. Nelson vibes? Yeah. But that's the that's the rough thing, dude, is it's like we hear these, we hear these, or I'll say for myself, I hear these stories and I'm like, these are so encouraging for other people because I'm gonna be the exception. Mm. Yes, You're I not gonna that. be a doctor, poet. Yeah, I'm. You're not going to fall into. I Kevin Hart. <laughs> well, there is also like a way of being like I make my money separately. It's also a way to like maintain some integrity a little bit. And I and this oh, is all sure. pretend because also no one has asked me to quit my day job, nor do I have. I but it's also just like I I do sort of think that or convince myself that I like having the day job because it's like, yeah, I just. Yeah, my art is for me and I can keep doing it and I can do it and you're not going to stop me. And you also, I don't need to, you know, I don't know. There's a freedom mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, like you said it, Claire. You said it. Say that. But then again, so where are we going next, Claire? Because I think we've really veered around and I'm having fun, but I'm having fun, but let's get this back on track. Look, come on. Let's get get the Reese's out of the bagel. Put it back in the can. Put, put it the Reese's un- back re- in re- the Zip the bag. Out of your minds. Undo the recipe. Let's figure out where we're going next. Um, I had a question for you all, which is, Shelly, what describes going to a show that was like a transcendent a concert, I think? That was her, her mm-hmm. relive one memory. It was a concert that was transcendent. Yes. Which is crazy because didn't someone else have the same thing? That's wild. Um, maybe Sasha also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Which that makes sense. They're like a music journalist, you know. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. But anyways, I was just wondering if y'all if you've ever been okay wait maybe i'm getting actually mixed up i don't know if it's it was a comedy show that felt transcendent for shalewa or if it was a concert no it was a concert it was a concert it was a concert yeah well i think she was also saying she's had similar experiences at comedy shows right 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 right. okay cool yes thank you um i was wondering if you guys have ever had something that like felt close to that whether you were in the audience or performing if you're like ooh, this is peak experience mode or anything that's like, and like no, no, um, well, I get no rules, but I'm like, ideally, like it's not something that was like, oh, it was because I was high. Like it was like, because the show was. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. No drugs allowed up in here. No fucking drugs. God damn it. Get the drugs out. It's like Reese's. Reese's already adjusted their recipe. Do you need drugs to enjoy the they new Reese's? Their recipe in a bad way, and we need to stop them. Right. Drugs also need to be Sick. stopped. 
They didn't talk about a recipe exactly. that's been adjusted. <laughs> Drugs, yeah. And, I mean, uh, I the opioid crisis. Let's talk about it. Thank you. We are all on one, as they say. Um, I would say. Since 2015, I've been laying down transcendent performance after transcendent <laughs> performance. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, you say that, and I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but the thing that I – one of my most memorable performances is the one where I had a panic attack. and it, oh, yes, and it in not in, in Cincinnati. Oh, um, oh yes, in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it not it wasn't in a good way. It just was very memorable because I felt fucking out of my body the whole time. I mean, you know, I think, I think when I was, I think there've been times, I think there've been times doing my one man shows, especially the first one, Dave Marcoma show that felt transcendent, but they honestly like, so I guess no. I guess no. Like if there's if you don't have that memory of it, I don't think mm. it can count. So I guess I wouldn't say that. But I, there have been. Here's here's what it is. The best live performance of any kind I've ever seen was at music theater, whatever. Was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2018. A uh, a London theater group called Rum and Clay mounted a performance of this Italian playwright who won the Nobel prize for literature. His name's Dario Fo. He wrote this one man play uh, about this character who's telling stories about Jesus. And uh, it's called Mistero Buffo. Like I, th- I think like big mystery or funny mystery or something like that. But so Mistero Buffo and it was it made me cry it 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 made me believe in magic like there's there's a, there's one point where he so he's the 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 actor was doing such specific physical acting um and he and he started and it was all mimed and he like pretended there was a tree in the middle of the theater and he like picked uh, uh, like an orange and like peeled the orange and like gave a slice of it to an audience member. And then like um, when I, when I went back and watched it a second time, I saw how he did it, but then he like, it was, he was saying like, no, it's really here. And he produced an orange in real life that had that had a slice taken out of it in the way that the audience member would have eaten it and it was just that he had it up his sleeve but it was so unexpected and magical and it was so thematically perfect and just oh my yeah i mean that that was the height of of anything that i've ever seen so yes wow Mr. I'm going to remember it as Mr. Obufo. <laughs> I'll say Mr. Buffalo. What about Buffalo. you? <laughs> Mr. Buffalo. Yeah, Claire. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was like staring into your Zoom square. Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like I've had like, I got, I got to see one of my faves at the Ryman and the Ryman is so cool. In Nashville? Yeah. It's like an old church. That's like a concert venue. It's just such an intimate space to see someone that I usually see from like five balconies up. (laughs) Uh, Is this, what's his name? Jason Isbell? Yes. Nice. My absolute country crush. But it's like not country is like not. It's like Americana, even though that is a kind of corny genre name. No, no, no. It's okay. That's like my favorite music. Americana. Um Tell us about the show. He I mean, I, I've seen his shows a jillion times. It, it, it was just like um it was so close. Like it oh, was so... he was in the drive by truckers. Yes. I like them. Yes, and then he got sober, and then he made a Grammy-winning album, and then he did it again. Um, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, but there's also been like a few, a handful of like personal shows that I've done that I'm like those are pretty pretty special. But I was actually gonna say that uh, recency bias, but the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once, like for me, lived up <gasps> to the hype. And I I was like, oh, this is kind of a transcendent movie going experience. Whoa, baby. That's what everyone is saying. (gasps) Is it going to be like Amelie, where in like 10 years, everyone's going to be like, remember when we all loved Amelie? Hmm, Maybe. Is that, am I, am I alone in, in thinking of Amelie that way? I well, we might not to emphasize the age gap, but I think there might be an <laughs> age gap thing going on because, like, I was like yeah. at like a middle school sleepover, and the like cool girl was like, "You must see Amelie," and we all were mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a little young for it, and like we're like, I mean, someone is having sex, and we're paying attention to that. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw Amelie and was like, "I must direct film." Wow, <laughs> I mean, it is a lovely. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while, but it is an absolutely lovely little piece of film, if I remember mm-hmm, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I remember correct. I anyway. the thing was everyone just fell in love with Amelie. It wasn't so much the movie itself. She's a quirky oh, gal okay. in the t- in the heyday okay. of quirky manic, girls. Is she manic pixie? Isn't she like Probably, yeah, girl? yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, oh, man, I'm like nervous to see this movie. Yeah, I think it is dangerous to get your expectations high. Of course, in this day and age, but is it truly like Claire? the film. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I handled it pretty dang well. Like I didn't need to look up anything about the plot, which I okay. you know you and I were plot yes. looker uppers. Yes, there's definitely the thriller and action and a little bit of ooky spooky, but nothing lasts so long that I think you. I believe in you. I love it. That's, a, that's, a, that's good enough. That's that's just enough of a review for me. What's your transcendent show, Strickland? <laughs> no, I mean I, I think uh, trying to think of like something I've seen or you know obviously like enjoyed seeing things and whatever whatever. I I think it's just like it. What's maybe more interesting or not? You know, you're like, oh, that was a good show. Or why did I say that? That's cool. I didn't think that came from me. And that was maybe Mm -hmm. something else, like that kind of thing. And like, I do like the idea of pretending whether or not it's real or not is like the audience influences us maybe more than we realize. Like, Mm -hmm. like that kind of 
give and take and, and maybe being more less aware of things, um, you know, consciously than we are subconsciously. And just kind of thinking about that possibility is cool. She was talking about that, you know, the band was even like, whoa, this is going well. And it was like, (laughs) you know, it it seemed like a really unique kind of collection of energies. And just like the idea is like, who knows what a specific energy an audience might give and what that could create. And that's just kind of like cool to think about. Like there was like one time where it was like, this is so stupid and not what we're talking about. But randomly I was just like in a, in a show and I was like, for some reason I was like, Oh, I'm just going to mention Dayton. I just like needed to mention a city. And I was just like, weirdly, I'm like, I'm just going to mention Dayton, Ohio. I just was like, Oh, I'm just going to mention it. And then it happened to be that like my childhood friend, younger sister from Dayton, Ohio was like at the show. Cause, <gasps> and she, she was like the only reason I thought, Oh my God, wait. And I started to like, think about who you might be is when you said Dayton, Ohio. And then Whoa. she like looked me up and, and then, and I like never would mention Dayton, Ohio, but I did live there for three years, but it was just like, why? I just like, why? And then we, I ended up getting reconnected with her sister with like my childhood friend and whatever. And I had no idea that her sister was like in Chicago and blah, blah, blah. Wow. But I don't know. So that's just like, why did I say Dayton, Ohio? Was there something that was, there, but, or it was just sheer like, yeah, I've only lived in like six cities and I just chose one of the cities that I lived in or whatever. No, so, no, no, no. But you chose cool. that one. Yeah. Synchronicity, the artist's way. Jeopardy. Synchronicity. <gasps> so that's that's cool. That's one. What what else, Claire? I have a closing a closing note, a closing yeah. item. If it's not too Whoa, soon. damn. Claire herself Arch- is prompting the closing. Architecture. Good. Architecture. Yes, mode. it's you've you've I really mean, designed think, it well. I think it's I think it's appropriate, but damn, I'm impressed that Claire damn. I was a little early. early my little baby's and- all grown <laughs> up. <laughs> I did read through my notes beforehand for once because I was like, the last time Dave and I talked, I was like, I don't remember what this means. I don't remember what this means. <laughs> so I was like, let's just read through our notes before. <laughs> but Also, I just want to say this will not be true by the time someone listens to this by definition, but I've been so bad about posting after shows that literally this exists for us to i'm just like roping you all into talking honestly i i like love that idea i love the idea of these never being posted like i love the idea of our mics not even being plugged in i know i think that's really cool i'm like uh, totally okay with that i honestly this i am too don't don't tell me because this is the afterlife you can't access it yeah. This Baby. is the So anyway, Claire. I was just going to say that I think crazy to say, but I think Guardian Angel and the idea of Guardian Angels being strangers for that you don't know, <laughs> not your family because you don't want them in your business. But then also if you die, if you die, when you die, you have the opportunity if you want to take on Guardian Angelship of someone else. I'm like, I think that's my maybe one of my favorite afterlives so far. Yeah, mm. that was really active in my old and, age, aka death. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really. I like also how it worked out the concept. It, it, it's so funny how you have these concepts in your mind that you accept as absolute truth because you never like say them out loud. It's like your own little system. And like when some people were talking about like, well, your mom's looking down at her and her in her mind being like, 
no, because my mom's not assigned to me, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and like <laughs> having like that sort of thing, it's like, this is definitely what happens. And it's just like, oh yeah, it's just this thing I made up, but that it's like, this is what it is. Yeah. That but, also rang really true to me, but I I struggled to think of like examples of like, of that. Yeah. Yes. Can, yeah, are there specific like, examples for you that you can think of that are like that, of like things that you're like, oh, this is definitely or th- things that live in your mind very actively, but in secret. Like my example yes. of those types of things are um, more like rules of society mm-hmm. yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And, and like the best example is I saw in some women's magazine before I was 12 years old, yep. something about how terrible men are about uh, leaving the seat. I might, I might have even said this on this podcast before, but like, but how men always uh, like don't put the seat back down after mm-hmm. they pee. And from that moment, from I that moment. always put the seat down. And I think it makes me a saint. Like, yep. I'm like, I am a fucking <laughs> god that I always put the seat down. And so it's like little things like that that like implanted themselves as like, this is just truth. But yes. it's not along the way of like a metaphysical belief. You're right. And like, have. just like this weird system that you kind of have. But yeah. those things are so like, you you know, you saw it when you were a kid and then it's like forever in your mind or like those anecdotes that you cannot get out of your mind you know, celebrity anecdote sort of territory. But the things that you, God, that's so good. Like the things that you just are like, well, I kind of like believe it's true. Well, this kind of like makes me think of this thing is like why we all need to like talk to each other about like these and why your podcast is maybe so important Mm -hmm. is talk to each other about our own little like inner, like little beliefs, because I think we're so private sometimes about some stuff that then we like never talk about it with anybody. So it doesn't get the chance to like bump up against other people and it never mm-hmm. gets to grow or, or change or become something that's actually sort of complex. Cause you're like, so yeah, it's like, you know, you might have this like, and not the, the guardian angel thing isn't a good example of that. Cause that's just like nice and there's nothing, but I just feel like so many of our opinions were like, Oh, we think we got it figured out, but it's like, we're, we're weirdly kind of private about it or something. So we never talk about it. So then our viewpoints never grow and we still just say so we say we stay so stupid and mm. i think that's something that's going on with me <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly like, you could so have stopped stupid. that comment after saying that my podcast was important because <laughs> <laughs> then you get to be like well actually i never like bounced that off of and never yeah. really bounced that idea off of everybody and now that i'm saying it out loud I, it's not actually as important as i thought it was or i don't believe it anymore you know you like hold these little things in and you're like mm-hmm. it's like when you've been mm-hmm. reading a word and you pronounce it out loud for the first time and it'll <laughs> Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> but like as an idea, as a as a yes. point of view on life. Yeah. Yeah. And also, sorry, very yeah, visual mode. Is there a wig on a ring light with a hat on it behind you, Megan? Yes. Okay. That's exactly wow. there's actually two wigs. Two wigs on a ring light <laughs> with a hat on it. Okay, who are we? Are you if if that's the three of us, are you the wi- a wig or a ring light? I think I'm or a wig. hat. Or, or hat. hat. No, there's only three of us, so we have to be. Oh yeah, are you wig, ring yeah, light, or like, hat? Are you yeah, one of wig? the two wigs, wing light, or hat? Are you two wigs, ring light, or hat? 
Uh, honestly, I'm. I'm hat or wig. Hat. I can't decide. I'm afraid I'm a hat. Hats, are, hats, feels, the coolest one. I felt too. No, I think too. hat is like one of, is the worst. Why hats? It hats just, it are keeps things cool. down. It contains things. No, it's an expression of your personality. It, it protects you from weather. I don't know. Wigs are like wigs are like fun and crazy. You know, I'm ring light because I want to watch something <laughs> shine. <laughs> shine. <laughs> Finally, I've been trying to get I on guess. on Meg's singing all episode, and I'm finally in. Amazing. Yes. Well, we should. I guess Claire Another has wrapped great episode. Us. Yeah. So who's gonna um, who's gonna feel, who's gonna close? I feel like Claire did a lot of the heavy the... lifting. On so, this so Megan. You should close us out and you should talk out. about the um the the Reese's and the bagels and all that stuff. So go go Listen, ahead, Megan. Yeah, Wait, please Reese's, help me understand. Reese's all I have to say is Reese's changed their recipe and we're not gonna take it. And no one's talking about it and people are afraid, but Reese's used to be wet and they used to be something that you would like to eat. And they no longer <laughs> are. They're dry and they're bad. And yeah, let's all be oh I'm nervous. I said wet. Wet is good when it comes to Reese's. <laughs> Oh fuck! She right. said it now. <laughs> and it's, it's good true. in general. What am I saying? It's good in general. Everything she's saying is true. Dry desserts are disgusting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but wet just sounds like the wrong word. <laughs> it's the correct word. Wet this is literally sucks. Galileo being hauled off to jail for saying Nothing the like Earth a goes sopping the sun. wet Reese's. Correct. No irony or no sarcasm. I don't drop know. that Reese's on a beach towel at the side of the pool. Stop it. It's fucking wet. Greasy. Greasy. Wow. Greasy. Greasy so are meant to be greasy. They're not. Absolutely. are meant to be greasy. Dave Marr. Claire. She's not afraid Fabric, to tell the truth. Megan Strickland. We've been here. We've been doing it. You might be hearing it. You might be not. Who <laughs> knows if this is published thank you for calling (laughs) wait but we have to say the name of the show yes right this has been after this has been your after the after show (laughs) thank you for calling (laughs) thank you for calling (laughs) 